Boom, and welcome back to another episode of Sentinel Sideline 365. Thanks for being with us. If you haven't already, like the video, share, subscribe. We're going to talk about something. I think that's on every Florida State fan's radar right now. Florida State softball being in the big game, going against Oklahoma, big-time program, probably the top program outside of Florida State in softball, uh, kind of like what UConn did with uh, college basketball it, more recently in, in terms of a dynasty-building team. Um, but we're going to discuss that tonight, uh, as many other shows are. But we want to give our take on it and, and kind of things surrounding women's programs and, and what this means and, and what it could drive and what it should drive potentially. Um, and then what does this matchup mean and what does it look like? And quickly go through that tonight. So we don't want to drag this out too long, but give our opinion, give our thoughts on it and, and what to expect tomorrow night uh, at 8 p.m. Uh, or 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern uh, against Oklahoma in the game, a three-game series. So, uh, uh, old man, how, how's it going? Everything's good. Everything's exciting now. You know, we thought going into summer, it'd be kind of bland and boring. Not not so. Not so, KB, because of women's softball. Okay? And, you know, let me, let me start off with this, because I do have some thoughts on this. Outside of football, which everybody loves, and we're already counting down. I see it on Twitter every day. There's like 90 days to the pros and the and the colleges kick off. It's like, I get it. I get it. That that football is the king. I get that. But we have to understand something at Florida State, okay? For any true Florida State fan, okay, I, I think you have to acknowledge that there are other sports being played. There are other student athletes involved in competitive sports at Florida State. And tonight we're going to be talking about the one that obviously this the lady softball, lady softball at Florida State is a massive success, a program of excellence, which right now I would say is ranked number two to football. And in fact, if football didn't have a great year last season, they would be number one in most competitive sports sports at Florida State and I Either I would them or women's soccer I mean or women's two. soccer but yeah. right now I would say football women's softball those are the two I'm not going to get in the ranking anything else at this point but I would say this program and if you've ever seen that movie Hoosiers Hoosiers with Gene Hackman it's an old movie if you haven't seen it you need to see it because he makes a very revealing statement when the fans are all disgruntled about something about the team and one player is not going to play, whatever. That's not the case here with softball. But what he said rings in my ears. This team, and I'm, I'm saying this Florida State softball women's team, and he said, this team, this is our team, and this team deserves your respect and it deserves your attention. And it's, it's a great statement in the movie. But this is, I think, the theme that goes through my head because the, our coach, Coach uh, coach Alameda, Lonnie Alameda, she has to be one of the top five softball coaches in the country, maybe the top two or three in the country. And she, just, she did sign a long-term extension to her contract after last season because she had another fantastic season. And this team deserves the attention that it is now 
getting because it has earned it. And that leads me, you know, into this matchup with Oklahoma. We knocked out Tennessee last night in a great game. These games are exciting. And we could go through, I could go through, I'm not going to go through a whole bunch of statistics. I'm not going to mention everybody's name. But you could go through this entire roster and see that everybody makes a contribution. They either make a big play in, in, in the out in, in the on the field. They they get a key hit. They hit a home run when they're never expected to hit a home run. They put in a, a base runner and, and she can get her fly around the bases and, and score. Everybody makes a contribution, and you can see how well coached this team is. There will be mistakes made uh, in any game. Okay. I still play competitive softball at my age. There are, there are base running errors that take place. There are quick snap, snap plays that take place. Everything's not going to be perfect. And the fans have to understand that, but this team never stops playing until the very end. They never stop playing. Now this year, they amassed, and I and my numbers may be off here or there. I'm assuming these numbers are correct. Uh, we were 58 and nine, okay, I, and I'm assuming that includes the, the games uh, that that have been played in the World Series. It doesn't matter. We have won a lot of games going coming into this into this. We won the ACC regular season. We won the ACC tournament. So uh, these 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 ladies have done fantastic, not only this year, but years previous to this. Uh, Lonnie Alameda, just quickly, 15 seasons at Florida State, 20 seasons overall coaching softball. She won the 2018 National Championship, almost won in 2021. Again, a, a matchup with Oklahoma. We won the first game, but lost the next two. And that was a, that was hurtful. It was hurtful. But she's won a national championship. Uh, they haven't, this softball team has not missed out on the NCAA tournament since 1999. By my math, that's 23 years. That's a lot. That's a, that's, that's a big record going forward. Now we had eight returning starters for this year, eight returning and four pitchers who came back. Now, I used to coach some youth fast pitch softball back in the day. Any softball coach knows the pitching, pitching is a key. Pitching is a key. And we have some pitchers. Are they the best in the country? They're pretty damn good. They're pretty damn good. And those pitchers are obviously led by Cat uh, Sandercock. Okay, she's the name everybody recognized. She's the name everybody knows. Now, Kat, she's a workhorse. And going into this series against Oklahoma, it's a possible best two out of three. So it could go three games. It could easily go three games. And I see this going three games. She has already worked like 186 innings this year. This yeah, season, crazy amount. A crazy and, amount. That is a crazy amount, and she has an ERA of about one point zero seven. Okay, so she doesn't give up a lot of runs. Now, if you watch the Tennessee game, she did not start the game. 
She didn't come in in the middle, but she closed out the game. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because I said in a tweet, I said, if the game is close or we have the lead, you will see her come into the game. Mm -hmm. The question will be when she, will she pitch game one tomorrow night against Oklahoma or will coach Alameda go with what she's kind of been doing. And that is using potentially McKenna Reed. McKenna Reed is an amazing, amazing. I believe she's a, a, a freshman. I believe she's a another, freshman another monster. Yeah. Okay. She is a monster on the mound. She will be the heir apparent uh, to, to cat, because Kat's going to graduate and that's going to be the end of her career. Yeah. But I expect potentially, I don't know how you feel that maybe she goes with McKenna Reed, who is like 12 or 13 and 0 now on the season. Yeah. And yeah. start with her. And then she's got a couple other options for the middle innings if necessary. And that's Allison uh, Royal, 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 she she is a dependent. She's eight and one. She also plays in the field, though. So she could be she could come in and pitch from the field. That's not a problem if needed. And then you have Mac Leonard, who also plays in the field. some. so uh, plays in the field a lot. Uh, so the question is, what do you do on pitching? What do you think you start pitching with tomorrow night? Yeah. Uh, and I want to full disclosure. I am not a softball expert. Uh, the The closest connection I have to this program is that Center Cock went to my high school, which is one of the top high school, the, a top ten, top fifteen high softball high school programs in the nation year after year. I think they're twenty three and zero this year uh, in Arlington, Virginia. So, and that um, was uh, Dennis J. Bishop O'Connell. Yep. yep. So uh, that is my connection, and uh, so. Um, cheering for her especially and she's a monster and it's no surprise she came out of that program because it's a monster program in Virginia um, probably one of the few Florida State does not have a lot of, a ton of out-of-state players on the roster uh, which is sort of surprising but not so so there's a lot of talent in Florida but note there um, but what I've seen I think the closest context you can uh, what I dive into this and, and seeing what could a potential lineup look like is you know these two teams met in March right um, they had a mini road trip in SEC country um, with Oklahoma. Um, uh, they also, uh, uh, Oklahoma, Tennessee, uh, I think they went one, two, one, and three on that road trip, uh, losing to Oklahoma uh, there. But that was in their only match of the season. They lost four to five um, uh, uh, and kind of got knocked around a little bit in terms of the pitch game. But in that game, Sandra Cott was a starting pitcher, I believe, in that game. Um, she only pitched two innings. Um, she gave up one earned three hits. Uh, uh, with one run uh, and I mean, still, she still faced the most, she, she had 45 pitches in that game, uh, but she had four, four different pitchers in that game, right. That gave up 13 hits. Um, and you, all those people you mentioned played, they, they, they went with their two, their two uh, top pitchers, cat uh, and they went with McKenna. Both those players pitched. McKenna only played at like a half an inning because she gave up two earned runs. So I think they, they brought her in to try to, you know, try to get a quick out, but she ended up getting four hits. She got knocked around. She's a true freshman, right? Playing against the number one program in the nation in March, uh, but she got knocked around that game. Now she's, they've gone through this tournament. Now they've gone through some heavy hitters uh, going, uh, you know, three and zero during this uh, the latest series here. Do they go back to that lineup? Right. Um, I, and I think what, based on what they learned 
and how and they and they took a lot of learnings away from that road trip, right? They learned those things, beat Tennessee this time. Um, now what what are they gonna take away from that lesson going to Oklahoma and playing against them, losing that game and, and giving up a number of hits in that in that matchup, you know, almost you know, 13 to six. They got hit around, but what do they take away? How do they adjust their pitching game to to adjust to a the top nation, the team in the nation? I mean, this is if we want to put it in football terms, Oklahoma is the Alabama or the Georgia of the softball world. They are time a na- defending champion. They are a beast, and they have won 51 straight games since losing one game this season. Yeah, and that yeah. was on the on the uh, on the road to Baylor. They lost by one run. So if any if any team can knock them off, it's going to be Florida State. But it's going to be, and, and and I don't have the answers here to what their lineup could be. But I think it was so smart of this coaching staff, and I, I believe Cat called it out in one of the articles that was out there. She called out the coaching staff for saying it was so smart for them to schedule that road trip so that they could get exposure to a team like this that they would most likely be seen late in tournament like this. So I don't know. I don't know who the I, – I believe you probably see Sarah Cock in game one and, and see how deep she can go. Um, that That's what I would put money on is that you at least will see her in the game. I don't know if, if – hopefully she can go deeper into that game. But I, I really don't know. But I, I would put money that you see here starting game one. Because if you can take game one, then obviously you get a whole, you know, you get a whole advantage up on Oklahoma. Because if you can knock them off their stride, like you said, if you can get them to lose one game out of 53, you're going to break their confidence. You know, it's hard to break the confidence of a team that's done what they've done. But if you can put your best stuff out there game one, maybe, maybe you throw them off. Maybe throw it off and you roll game two. So I think you give everything you have in game one and see if you can steal that first game. But that that's just my opinion. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I, 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 you know, I'm feeling the anxiety of it as like as a coach of what do you do? Because I got to say, we have some good pitching. I'm not sure it's elite. It is elite with Sandercock. But after that, it drops off just a little bit. It's very good. The question is tomorrow tomorrow night, who do we put out there? And like you, I don't know the answer to that. I think, could she try to put, now, when they lost to Oklahoma, Allison Royalty pitched two and and one-third innings, gave up two hits, but no earned runs. She has not pitched as much this year, all right? But she is... uh, maybe she puts her out there. I think the moment, could it be too big a moment for McKenna Reed to start the game? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I think really who struggled in that first matchup was Allie DeBoyd. So uh, Allie DeBoyd's kind of struggled yeah. in that game you won't the most. And, and that's what led to McKenna having to come in and try to save it. Yeah. And, and then that's, so she Allie got the loss in that game. And I she think did. she's the one that really struggled, struggled in that matchup. And remember, she's a, gra- she's a graduate transfer playing a, a level up and, Going on the road against top team in the country, maybe there well, was some. She's from Boston game. College, Boston University, Boston. Oh, Boston. I'm sorry, Boston yeah. University. So yeah. I, I think there may have been some some jitters potentially there, and, and obviously I, I, you know, I've never been in that type of situation before. Um, but maybe that's where they switch it up. Maybe Allie is not in that pitching. Maybe she's not pitching after um, after Katie. Maybe they, that's where they miss it in the middle of the lineup. Maybe that's where they switch it out, right? You know, it's going to be very interesting. But if any coach can figure this out, it's Coach Alameda. 
And, and she knows what her resources are. She knows who's going to perform best under the circumstances. And she's got, you know, she, if she can get two wins, she's going to have another, she's going to have another national championship, yeah. but it's not going to be easy because as you said, KB, this Oklahoma team is a beast. They are the big gorilla in the country. They're getting that they they're number one in recruiting and the players they bring in and some of their players, because they don't play and they're great. They hit the portal and get out of town. But these, these girls are good. Let me give you a couple of numbers, a couple of numbers. First of all, they've won 51 in a row. uh, uh, And they're 59 and one. They led the nation in team batting average. Now this matters. 368. That's a big number. Florida state is 306. Oklahoma is allowing opponents bats only at 164. All right, 164. Florida State is allowing at 189. Little the big thing here is the Sooners pitching staff. 0.98 is what their ERA is. And Florida State's 1.5 now. Now they're let deeper. Me, let they're, me they're say deeper this, in my opinion. And this is they're deeper in pitching without a doubt. Without a doubt. And pitching, usually in a series, can really have a significant impact. But beyond that, they don't just have pitching. They have amazing, unbelievable, beast-like power numbers and run score. They're outscoring their opponents 493 to 58. That's mm-hmm. scary. Yeah. That's scary numbers. Uh, the Sooners also have hit 115 home runs this season, while while Florida State, while we have hit 62. Okay, that's a huge differential. So, and they've got like four ladies. They've got four ladies or five ladies who have hit 13 or more home runs. Yeah. So anywhere potentially in the lineup, someone can take it to the yard. And if you have players on base, they can quickly get up on you and 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 make it very difficult. And we have to understand there is the eight run, what we used to call the slaughter rule in effect for the World Series as well, mm-hmm. all right? Yeah. So it's important to know that. It, this is unbelievable, uh, the, the, the team that they have put together. Now, I do not believe their coaching staff is going to pull any of the crap that we've seen in the last couple of games, especially Tennessee. The Tennessee coach was, you know, working the umpires, just like in basketball, Coaches work the referees as they go up and down the court. And when you start to work them, even subtly, those umpires start to see things. They want to say, okay, I heard you. I'm going to call it. They started to call illegal pitches on, on Kate. And, and, and that nobody saw anything. No, and even Coach yeah. Alameda said, there's only been one illegal call the entire season. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous that these umpires will allow a coach to get in the air. I don't expect Oklahoma to do that. You know why? They want to go out and show we will have our power and we have pitching and we can take anybody down. I don't expect them to play any games and I expect them to come out as they've already been called out for on a couple of previous games. They can be very cocky. They can be very loud. And they can be very arrogant in their play style to try to intimidate you 
just like you would see in football, okay? And their fan base is going to fill the stadium. It's it's going to be – yeah, and you pointed out all this. I mean, like you said, from top to bottom, this is one of the most lethal – and like I said, it could be baseball, softball, t-ball. I don't, I don't care what it is. This is one of the most deadly pitching staffs you'll ever see ERA-wise. Like under point, .98 – is their female of the ERA uh, of their staff? Uh, it's it's in twenty one complete games, uh, thirty four. Uh, it, it's it's crazy. Um, they they don't let it get into safe scenarios. That that's the crazy part. Like they don't let the matchups get close enough where you're having to really close out and get be in pressure situations, right? Um, but I think to our point, uh, to our credit, Fleur State even though the home run numbers may have not been there, like super high to Oklahoma level in the regular season, you've seen it now in the World Series. You've seen massive numbers. You've seen the pitting power come. You've seen the – you just have to be able to get on base, right? You don't have to be yeah. – you, know, uh, uh, you know, you don't have to be putting up Oklahoma num- numbers to score home run drives. You just have to be able to get on base and get on base effectively and efficiently. And Florida State's been able to do that, and that's yes. why they're winning games, right? And the other thing, KB, the other thing is – I don't know if you had a chance to watch the game the other night. We tried to steal home plate. Yeah. When the when the when the catcher threw it back to their pitcher, Tennessee pitch, we tried to steal home plate because we had two outs. You don't have a lot to lose, and and we tried to steal, and barely they had to go to replay to say that she was out. I like how this team team goes after it. They're an aggressive yes. style team. They're not a power team, but they but the unexpected will come up. And and hit a home run for you. They'll come up and hit. Well, a- they play loose like that. They play loose. There's they play you, loose. you know, and that's why you you get the unexpected from players because they're playing loose. They're not playing. You know, they're not nervous to be up there in the moment, right? They're, they they. And that's why those types of players do unexpected things. They hit the home run you don't expect. They get up. You know, they get the big hit when you may not expect, right? They're stealing home because they're playing loose. They're playing aggressive. They're playing with having fun. Like you know, you see the pictures. You see it on TV. Like they're playing. They're having fun. And that's what it's going to have to take to be the team of this caliber. You're going to have to do, be aggressive on the field. You're going to have to take chances because you can't come in with your normal game planning to Oklahoma, right? You you have to be able to switch things around and, and go for broke to be the team that's only lost one game in the last we 59. Have the right coach. We, we have the right coach in Coach Alameda, Lonnie Alameda, to do that. She, yeah. she, she, she knows she's big. She's already for this moment. She's been there before. This isn't something new for Florida State. Let's make sure that nobody in the press writes David and Goliath. Okay. No, no. This isn't a David. No. Okay. We bring in heavy armor. We bring in a reputation. Oklahoma knows uh, who we are. So they want to, obviously, that's going to motivate them as well. And we're well motivated as well. Now, some of the key people for us, I want to point out is if we're going to express some power, and I think we get the power in surprise situations, is Michaela Endafil. She has 13 home runs for this season, 56 RBIs. You know, she 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 can come up there. She's probably our leading power hitter with those 13 home runs. Mm-hmm. Katie Dack, she has 11 home runs. And Kaylee Harding has 10 home runs. Yeah. So these girls can hit this ball out too. And then you have a Haley uh, Watt chaser, uh, she comes up, hits a home run out of no place. Yeah, you know she hadn't hit a home run in two hit years. Three, all, three out, only three yeah. all year. Yeah. So some of the other players, and we're probably going to miss some players' names. Uh, but there's other people: Kaylee Mudge, 
uh, who's a great player. Devin Flattery, another great player. These people make plays all over the field. you got Mac Leonard, not only pitches, plays in the field, you know, can hit the ball pretty well, and Bethany Keene. But throughout the lineup, I don't care what names you have, Kaylee Mudge, you know, these ladies are tremendous players. Tremendous players. They've had a tremendous season. And I say this. We, we are not here counting out. We are not counting. That's probably the coach from Oklahoma calling us right now. So, so this is not David and Goliath. No. We don't, we're not playing the David part. We're coming in very confident. We're well-respected and we've earned that right through a history of this program. Yeah. So I expect these ladies are going to come out, fight tooth and nail. And this game is going to go three, the full three games, the full three games. But eventually that pitching is going to be the key. Our yeah. pitchers have to be, very good to elite in this three-game series, and our bats do have to come alive because I think it's going to take – I think it's going to take – we're going to have to score six to seven runs a game to win a game. I yeah, really it, it, it's. I think you're runs. right in that mark. You know, the game, like I said, in March was four to five. Um, it, you, you're, you only had six hits in that game with an error. Um, but it was close. You had to score close. I mean – but Oklahoma left what nine people left on base. So, you know, they're going to have the hitting power, but I believe Florida state will have the hitting power too, but you have to, the, like the middle lineup, the middle relief has to come through. And that's where you need players to step up there at, at the, at the final stage here, you're at the boss level, right? And you need those players to get the maximum, maximum amount out of those players. And that's, and that's the two players we, we just mentioned. No, and cat cat cannot be expected. No, to it has to be alley the, uh, uh, to handle. Uh, I mean, in three games, you got twenty-one innings of pitching. She can't handle all those innings. No, she may be to, able to handle fifty percent. No, you know, it, it has to come from your middle, your middle of your lineup yeah. here. It has to come from Allison and Alley and, and potentially Matt. But these two yes. players, yes. they have to play underneath their ERA. You well, know, also McKenna. I think yeah. McKenna's in that rotation yeah. as well. Yeah. Even they if you can get underneath their the ERA, right. they, they yeah. have to play at the top level to be the team that's going to out is going to ha, has the offensive firepower to get eight, nine, 10, 12 runs in a game. Yeah. So they have to play above their heads and they have the talent too. That's not to say they don't, but they have to play at a whole new level better than they did in March against Oklahoma to win this. Yeah, this is going to be an exciting matchup. I hope the fans tune in any way you can. Uh, see the tweets about it. If you don't have ESPN, last night I was – I don't have ESPN. I was watching it on YouTube. They head up like the final two or three innings, and then finally they had to shut it down. But you could kind of see and hear what's going on. Find the game somehow, and FSU will be excited for these this matchup coming up. Now, before we close out this session – I want to mention the seniors on this team. I think that's important. Obviously, uh, uh, Kia Lopresti, uh, she's a catcher. She's a senior. We'll lose her. Ali Bois, a pitcher. She was a, you know, came in from Boston University. She's done good things for this team. Mac Leonard came in from Illinois State. She's been a tremendous pitcher and infielder for this team, a senior. And Josie, five foot two, Moffley. Made a great diving, uh, not diving, but a, a reach-up catch uh, 
uh, I think she was at, at shortstop. You know, a tremendous player. She came over from Tulsa. So our coaching has also been very effective in the portal. Okay, very effective. And then Bethany Keene is a grad student from South Florida, also came out of the portal. I mean, from grad, uh, came yeah. over oh, and uh, an infielder. These are the people, these are the seniors, these are the people we're going to be losing, and they need to be recognized. Win or lose this series, yeah. this team needs to be fully recognized. And I think these these folks I just mentioned, as well as everybody's team, has made a tremendous contribution to FSU, the FSU family, and FSU softball legacy. Well, and, and, and to that point, too, all the transfers they have and talented transfers they brought in, and when play, people say on Twitter, oh, you can't you can't build through the portal, you can't. Well, this is a great program that got even better through the portal. So, and they're still bringing young talent. Like we said, we uh, you know, Cat came through high school. She's been through, you know, from Virginia five years. high school, five She's years, fifth year senior. And you're still getting great talent through high school, but you're also bringing in veteran talent that wants to play at the highest stage. Just like you're seeing that, you know, with the floor, the football program and what we should be seeing with the basketball program and other, you know, you see it with the soccer program, but to say you can't build successfully through the transfer portal and people use that criticism, you're seeing it on display of the softball program, right? They already had a great program through the high school ranks and now they're just making it better with some of the best talent in the country who want to play for a great coach within a great culture. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Well said. And well said KB I'm taking the Knowles in three games. I'm taking the Knowles in a close one because our pitching steps up the bats get, get hot and we win in three games. We win yeah. the national championship in three games. I think uh, I think game one will tell it all. I think whoever takes game one takes a series. Um, but I think we have the uh, I think we have the potential to win it. I think we have the potential to win it. I, I, like I like you said, it's not David Firth Blythe uh, uh, situation here. Florida State. Has yeah, we're not like game. Appleton no. State no. coming out of Wisconsin no. just by accident. This is no. not an accident matchup. This Florida matchup State has all expected. the tools and they have all the talent to dethrone this dynasty and become the next dynasty. I think if they do it this year. They become they could they become the new Oklahoma potentially, and they this, could go on the run. Yeah, of this, this is a very exciting. This is very exciting for FSU and all our fans. I'm sure as excited as we are. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, no, I, 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 like I said, I think that will do. Is there anything else that you want to talk about? Once again, game is Wednesday night. No, nope. I'll be Wednesday tweeting. Night. I'll yeah. be tweeting actively on the game series, and uh, you know, we're always open to everybody's comments. Uh, we like people's comments, whether you agree with us, you disagree with us, you, you know, stat check us, whatever. But, you know, we like to hear your comments. Please comment, subscribe, give us a thumbs up. Uh, we're here for you guys. This is the fans perspective. And uh, we're excited about FSU sports. And, and as I said before, there I love football. KB loves football. We spend a lot of time on football. But there's other things we've spent time on. This is one of the programs we spent a little bit of time on. And we're going to spend more time on all the programs because I like all the other programs. I don't care if it's golf, men's basketball, men's baseball, track and field. We got guys track and field. We got guys going uh, to national finals now. You know, yeah. we've got some really talented student athletes at Florida State. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it. So. Good luck to the ladies' uh, softball team. Uh, we'll see how they do in the next three games. But uh, until then, we'll see you on Twitter and have a great day. Let's Take go, care. ladies. Let's go, 